0: this is the prove yourself right podcast thank you for tuning in to this episode we hope that you find it encouraging motivational and beneficial to you in your day-to-day walk for all your prove yourself right needs please follow us on all social media platforms also become a subscriber through ACAST, which you can find in a link in our descriptions and our bios through our social medias thank you for your time thank you for supporting the prove yourself right podcast enjoy this episode Welcome to another episode of The Prove Yourself Right Podcast, and I'm your host, Jonathan Rose. And today, I want to talk to you about non-negotiables and what are your non-negotiables. And I have my beautiful co-host, Ms. Shayna Desir, here with me. How you doing, Shayna? I'm doing great.
1: Excited about the topic. Thanks for having me.
0: Yes. So I want to break down to y'all. So Shayna introduced me to non-negotiables, and to think I was living a life without them is is crazy because of how beneficial I feel like they are to your life if you apply them correctly and you use them correctly. So today I'm gonna break them down to you with Shayna and hopefully we can help you identify yours and get to living and holding yourself to an accountable uh, in a accountable manner. And hopefully these non-negotiables can be beneficial. So I'm gonna let Shayna go on and explain to you. For one, what a non-negotiable is. So what is a non-negotiable, Shana?
1: So a non-negotiable, which was introduced to me in 2019 when I was engulfed in Jay Shetty's podcast, which Mm -hmm. everyone should tune into if you haven't already. And he introduced it to me Mm -hmm. listening to one of the episodes that year. And what I understand non-negotiables as are a standard for yourself, right? Similar to like a boundary, but really the foundation and the standards, the things that for me, are the reasons why I say yes um, and the reasons why I say no. If something doesn't align with a non-negotiable for me, then it should be something that I wouldn't entertain or get involved in. And they kind of help me um, continue to move forward to being the woman that I want to be and a woman that I'm proud of and and a woman that I like, right? Mm. So non-negotiables for me are kind of like a standard, like a benchmark, a starting point and foundation that you live by that ultimately allows you to become the person that you
0: want to be. I ain't gonna like that description Mm -hmm. man. And basically, like you said, it's a standard and also something that you can hold yourself accountable to to see day to day or year to year if you're if you are holding up to your own beliefs and values. Mm -hmm. Are you you actually handling your life correctly because these non-negotiables will keep you from weathering and being on the on the line I should say yeah a lot of us say oh man I ain't gonna drink this year and then before you two three months into the year you don't drink like little stuff like that and these non-negotiables are things that you yourself know you have a hard time with and sometimes it don't even always have to be something you have a hard time with I just think something that you want to work towards and something that you want to see changed in your life would you say it like that like something yeah
1: definitely like for me I I have to say like there are non-negotiables um that you may have for your life and then there could be non-negotiables you may have within a year right mm-hmm. to achieve small goals or so things of that notion but yeah. in 2019 you know prior to when we had met and i listened to the episode i was like what are my non-negotiables like i know what i value honestly truth and things of that nature mm-hmm. and they sound like things that everybody says you know what i'm saying yeah. but when i got to the root of the kind of woman i want to be and i'm a god-fearing woman it was like that's important to me if that's important to me, it's something I want to be able to talk about. Yeah. I want to surround myself with people that I can talk about my beliefs, my relationship with God, prayer, um, and I want a partner who also shares those same values, mm-hmm. right? If 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 God being the center of my world is important, how can I um, commit to non negotiable if I'm dating somebody who doesn't have that same those same values? Yeah. It'll just be tougher. We won't talk about God. We won't talk about prayer and things of that nature. Right. So even when it came to me trying to figure out. Um, the kind of partner that I wanted mm-hmm. it really resorted back to my non-negotiables and a non-negotiable at that time was you know what I don't want to compromise my relationship with God or put it second to anything like mm-hmm. I had been doing all the years prior When thinking about the people that are in my life mm-hmm. It's just not something that I want to do I find that I can be my best self and I can really live a life that gives me meaning knowing that I can that God's in the center of that, and I can talk about it freely without feeling uncomfortable and without making someone else uncomfortable or myself, right? So, And that was something that really helped me when it came to meeting you because we immediately shared that value. Mm -hmm. We both were God-fearing people who, you know, wanted to be more in align with God's purpose for us. We talked about how we were raised. So that helped me know more that this was something that was good for me when it came to picking you as a partner, but I didn't have those before. Yeah,
0: that's dope because like I said, or what I'm about to say is, they are definitely beneficial for me, and I'm glad you introduced me to them because it kept me from going through these cycles. So I was always trying to figure out why I kept repeating the same mistakes in some type of form. Might have mm-hmm. been the exact same way, but it was similar. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I was tired of making the same similar mistakes. So, um, and up to this point, I've had non-negotiables. I ain't been as strict on myself as I should be. But like I said, it's a work in progress. It ain't gonna be perfect. But to start is a thing. And one thing we started last year was uh, using you as my truth teller Mm and stop holding so much in now that we're together in a partnership like it's us instead of just me now and it was hard for me to understand that because everything as a man I feel like I can handle personal and within our relationship there's certain things that I felt like was just the man part but Mm -hmm. at the end of the day it's a partnership there is no more individualization in our relationship when it comes to us being as pure and as trusting as we want to be with each other. Absolutely. If I feel like I have to carry so much of this weight, I'm not doing you a am uh, doing you a disjustice because I'm not allowing you to play the role that this relationship requires you to play. So yeah. that's what I feel like non-negotiables have done for me. So without further ado, I want mm-hmm. us to do two a piece. So I'm gonna let you start it off since you're so culture and I want to <laughs> get a people a good one to start off with so I'm gonna let you introduce a non-negotiable to the people and explain how it works in your life.
1: Okay so I'll give you just two non-negotiables for 2022 with for me that I've gotten written down okay. so my first non-negotiable is a proactive relationship with God um, and my second non-negotiable that I'm gonna share I'm trying to think of a good one here. Gotcha. Uh, making decisions that secure us long term, okay. and that was non-negotiable when it came to to our relationship. Okay. Um, and if I may, just throw in a career non-negotiable as well. I know you said two, but I'm going to hit them with three. Okay. Uh, the one I have for career is fine-tune my the, my good skills so that they're great. Um, and yeah, just fine-tune my great skills so that they're my good skills so that they become great skills. Mm-hmm. So those are the three. So. For example, when I think about my very first one, which is a proactive relationship with God, mm-hmm. then I, I break it down into figuring out what I can do on a day-to-day to be meeting that non-negotiable, yeah. right? So is it wake up, prayer, read my Bible? Mm-hmm. Is that something that, that that is a part of that? Is it our Sunday sermon, tapping into the sermon, discussing the sermon in detail? That also will contribute to that. It's on Wednesdays when Pastor Darius has, you know... Um, mm-hmm those additional midweek sermons that mm-hmm. really help the you. To, yeah, the devotionals that help you tap in for the rest of the week. Like, mm-hmm. all of those elements, because it's not just doing one thing, but it's doing a number of things that work for each of us. Mm-hmm. Those are the things that work for me to make sure that I, I feel like I'm proactively um, developing a relationship with God, seeking Him in my day-to-day, seeking Him in all that I do. And so, that, that's kind of how I do that for that one. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, the other one I said was... Making decisions that secure us long term—that just comes down to the little stuff too. You know, when it comes to purchases, things I want to get, things I want to buy—I'm a bit more critical of those decisions because I'm thinking about the homes we'll have, the children we'll have, Mm -hmm. and things down the line, right? So, just for for this year, that's that's kind of how I plan to do that. Like, I'm a little bit more mindful than I was prior uh, about the decisions and the things that I indulge in, even the friendships that I make, right? Mm -hmm. If I don't think there's a friend who aligns with the woman that I want to be, or a friend who might just be involved in certain things that I don't really want to get mixed up in, I probably won't do it. So simple things like that, like adjustments, um, adjustments in my day-to-day, and adjustments when it comes to decisions that I think will impact us down the line. I like that. And then the last one that I said was fine-tuning my good skills to be great. I think I'm a great backfinder. Um, I think I could be... uh, I'm a good mentor. I think I could be a great mentor. Yeah. So I think for those things that I've told myself that I want to be more mindful of, it's just having more patience, right? With my colleagues, mm-hmm. with friends, seeing where I can um, mentor without it seeming like it's too much, you know? Like mentor without it uh, seeming like I'm imposing. Yeah. Uh, and just think of the skills that I use in those moments that I can utilize down the line yeah. in my life.
0: Dang, I like how you broke those, man. I like all three of those. and will try my best to keep you accountable as well to your non-negotiables as I hope you would do for me and my non-negotiables. Of course, appreciate
1: that, babe.
0: And for me, I don't have anything concrete, so don't nobody get too crazy on me. I'm, <laughs> to, I'm just trying my best, but um, I'm gonna take a shot at the same three you did, personal, career, and relationships. So okay. I do have one for my personal that I'm um, I'm really excited to, to work on because it's just a pet peeve of mine that I ain't been able to break so for my personal it will be I will fight against every avarice moment in my life by knowing I have enough and to break mine down to y'all avarice means like greed mm-hmm. and I'm not a greedy person but I do get greedy in certain entities and I'm going to mm-hmm. break that down when I do things I want to do them so well that sometimes I'll overdo it and either take the enjoyment out of it or overdo it to where I end up hurting myself because I tried too hard mm-hmm. to gain or get or accomplish whatever it was I was getting into. So I, I want to not overdo things in my life if that makes sense to y'all. And I know this is my personal um, my personal non-negotiable, so sometimes y'all might not get it. But for me, man, I've, I've been an overachiever for so long when it comes to my sport, right? Being a pro athlete, you feel like you always have to overachieve to even be seen because you're always trying to, like I said in a previous podcast, the ranking system they put us on. Yeah. The top DB, the lower DB, the middle the guy. So you always in this competitive, overachieving mindset, but I can't turn it off. And I, I realize I can't turn it off. I can't even play cards with my friends without... Uh, feeling like I got to go above and beyond. When I say go above and beyond, until I get a certain amount of wins, I don't want to stop. Yeah. And I kind of take the fun out of everybody. So, in a, in a small sense, yeah, thank you. Because it, it took a lot of soul searching to do that. And yeah. uh, just looking in the mirror, man, these are things I had to look at myself and see like, man, I, I ruined relationships with my overly aggressive nature. And that's the type of man I am. So if I ain't going to change the type of man I am because that's how I am naturally, I have to change how i present it and how... Is displayed to the world. So that's going to be my first one I rock with right now on my personal. I like that. So for my career, I don't have nothing wrote for this one. So this is coming off the top of my head. Uh, I'm going to work patience within the entity. So I'm going to break that down. I want to develop patience, whether it's good or bad. So right mm-hmm. now, football, I'm going through free agency. And I got to have patience because... I'm looking for a team that fits my match and I fit their match and then we come together and we negotiate that way. But I can only control what I can control Mm -hmm. that's within my control. (laughs) And um, what I'm saying there is certain things I can influence and there's certain things that have nothing to do with me no matter how much I want to influence. Mm -hmm. The decision, I influence it a little bit, but when it comes down to the bottom line, the underlining factor, whoever's in charge of the entity or the team that I, or the club that I want to play for, they have the, all the power. Yeah. So no matter how good of an influence or impression I feel like I make, it's still on their decision. Mm-hmm. And their decision isn't right or wrong based on how I feel. So mm-hmm. I have to learn that a little bit. And that was good. Yeah, yeah, You taught me a lot, girl. You taught me a lot because <laughs> I'll weigh stuff and look at myself as lesser than or unfortunate to get something. But it, in receiving it, Probably had nothing to do with um, the work that I did. It just mm-hmm. had to do with the person that was judging. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, and a lot of times, we have to be okay if that person judging doesn't necessarily take what we're offering. Yeah,
1: yeah. And
0: and be able to move on, man. Because I know a lot of people that's stuck in the past because of somebody else's decision. And we can take this along many lines in a relationship. Somebody being in a relationship uh, with somebody for a significant amount of time, and one person taps out before the other one taps out. Then the person that uh was tapped out on feels a certain way like well I wasn't done with you, and I feel like we could work this, but if yeah. the other person doesn't want to work, you have to find it in yourself to stop working towards that as well because it's no longer an, an obtainable goal because the person has already told you their peace, yeah, and they're okay with it, but if you can't be okay with it, the only person that will suffer is you, mm-hmm. and I've been there time and time again, so like I said, I'm making this non-negotiable to keep it in the back of my head, and I can always relate back to it so I can stop going back to those places that I've already surpassed, and like I said. Are completely out of my control, and get back to working the things that I do have control in. I love that. That's
1: good. Thank
0: you. Thank you. And my last one for our relationship is one I already said, man. Using you as my truth teller, and stop weighing so much on my shoulder, so I can, I can have a clear mind and have a little bit of peace in my life. Because the stresses that I had to overcome, and the reason they were so bearing for me, is because I weighed them like I was the only one going through it, and I didn't have anybody to talk to because. I didn't use them and it, yeah. and it wasn't the people it was me yeah. I chose not to use people I chose not to talk to my parents at times where they probably would have gave me better advices instead of going out on a limb on my own and making things or matters worse Yeah, uh, our, our relationship just in these last three years if I would have talked to you about it before acting on it first and then coming to the conclusion after I've already done said things and now me and you have to work it out but then you look at me a different way because yeah we in it together but it's like dang I wish you would have just spoke up and we could have attacked this in a whole different mm-hmm. way that wouldn't have set us back or or piled on to the trouble or incident that happened yeah and like i said being with you and being in this relationship and then being so open the way we talk about it man i understand like god puts us in these partnerships relationships mm-hmm. marriages with with people that we feel like we have divine pairing with because that's what god wants us to do one on this earth to do anything by yourself yeah it was always meant for us to work together for the better betterment of ourselves and the betterment of the planet and everything in front of us building families uh two partners that's why i take a man and a woman to make kids because we are meant to do it together Mm -hmm. to the betterment of ourselves and the child so i feel like everything works hand in hand we really look at it with a um with open eyes and a clear heart so that was my three non-negotiable but their relationship one hit hard because I want to be more clear-minded, and I understand yeah. the only reason my my brain works so hard because I overwork myself, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and that's in every uh every sense of the word of overworking. It's, I overwork myself in the sense of my career. I try to go above and beyond, and that I overwork myself in our my relationship, trying to be the best man I can possibly be. Can't can't let anything fold. Can't be human. Can't slip up at any time, mm-hmm. and any other entity in my life, I, I feel like I have to almost be perfect for it to even be good. Yeah. But one thing about it, two things for sure, you will never be perfect. but So you'll have to compartmentalize your mind to slow down sometimes. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, the biggest word, give yourself grace. We Absolutely. talked about that. Yeah. And I know me and you done been back and forth with that. But give yourself grace. Mm-hmm. You messed up. Cool. You human. It makes sense. Everybody has a slip and fall. But if you're going to harp your slip and fall, like Nobody else in the world can get it Nobody else has bad days Nobody else is going through anything You're going to always feel isolated And and pushed to the side And and lonely and mentally struggling Because the mental struggle is within your own head Because if you kind of Embrace it, let it out And and go on and and just Attack it Mm -hmm. That's that's the best word I got for it Go on and fight through that Because once you get through it It no longer gets to hang over your head As something that's, that's waiting on you or waiting on you to mess up and begin to attack you and break you down again. And no longer gets to break you down once you've fought a good fight. And like I said, Pastor Darius taught me that. But beyond that, just me and you. After I let some stuff off my chest, I became a better man. And now it led us to this podcast. It got us to what we're doing today. And to know that and not apply it to every other factor of my life would be useless and it would be wasteful.
1: Yeah, no, I can agree more. And I think that it's like you said, you have to, you know, know your truth tellers and lean when it feels right. Mm-hmm. Um, and lean when it doesn't feel right. You know, lean when you really need to. Know that you've got a support system that was handpicked by God, each person having a purpose and like you say about me and, and I would feel the same way about you. Like it's it hits different knowing that I've got you by my side, mm-hmm. right? Walking into challenges hit different knowing that we're walking in them together. So right. I'm glad that we have had the conversations we've had and have had the adversity we've had in retrospect because now we can see so clearly how much more it is divine pairing and things like that.
0: Right. Well, before we wrap up, I want to ask you another question. So I'm of gonna course. Say for the people out there that that are about to try to go on this journey of non-negotiables, how do you pick a good non-negotiable? Because like I said, I, I got a lot going on and I just narrowed it down to one of each category. So one personal, one career, one relationship. How do people narrow it down to one factor to necessarily key in and work on? So how did you, how do you identify a good non-negotiable?
1: Um, that's a good question. I, you know, not being an expert, an expert, of course, but just in my own experiences, uh, I think it really has to boil down to who you want to be and the kind of life you want to live. And so for me, my non-negotiables always tie into being, having a close relationship with God, being a service, the things that in my root of roots um, make me who I am. Do you okay. know what I'm saying? Okay, so okay. for me, when it came to, like I said earlier, picking a partner, it wasn't that I was saying I want my partner to be. Um, a God-fearing man it was that I'm a God-fearing woman and having a tough relationship with God is something that's important to me and so if that is true I I had to realize that being surrounded with people who don't have those same values make it hard to fulfill that to live by that non-negotiable
0: and you attract whatever it is absolutely you
1: know what I'm saying so it's more of that sense right if you're saying that you know, I'm somebody. You know, I want to be somebody who's trustworthy and reliable, and that's something that I value. Knowing that I can show up for the people that are closest to me, and that's another one of my non-negotiables. For instance, I say show up for the people that matter most. Mm. You know, so what that means for me is yes, it's a pandemic, so I'm not gonna necessarily be as open to always go out to dinners, but there are some calls that I don't miss. And if I can't not, if I do miss those calls and I can't answer, those are people I always call back. Right. I show up how it may how I can. Do you yeah. what I'm saying? Because yeah, that's yeah. what's important to me. And and that's what it means to me to show up. So I think it's more about landing on the person you want to be, who you are, and then the non-negotiables assist in that.
0: Nice. I appreciate that elaboration, um Shana, and I appreciate the conversation we just had. Me and too. I'm gonna wrap it up by saying use your heart. In these non-negotiables yeah. be truthful with yourself the stuff that hurt you the most that's probably something you probably need to work on mm-hmm. not something that you need to keep putting in the closet and let those skeletons build up because uh not telling you from what i think i'm telling you from experience it leads you down a darker path than you already going down and the path gets even rougher so beyond it being dark it's gonna get bumpy and you don't need any more conflict or adversities on top of what you what you're already trying to handle Mm -hmm. so my best advice for you is to use your heart and be honest with yourself personally when you make these non-negotiables i like that we appreciate y'all listening to us on another episode of the prove yourself right podcast we're always here for the community man Mm -hmm. john Rose, a man of the people shana a woman of the people man we're always trying to better our communities within bettering ourselves yeah, and or through bettering ourselves Mm -hmm. because like I said we don't come on here pointing fingers we always point the finger at ourselves first in reflection to let y'all know it's been done by us now we're trying to help you not make the same mistakes and hope that you can come to us and help us with some things that are unseen because like I said if you got a truth teller in your life listen to them because they can see the flaws that sometimes you overlook because we naturally defend ourselves mm-hmm. and i'm trying to get to something here y'all so just i know i said i was gonna wrap it up but just give me a <laughs> give me a good ear real quick we are so prepared to defend ourselves cuz it's natural it's our natural bodily instincts if you if you put your hand on something hot your body's going to tell you to snatch it back before you blister and burn and do severe damage that goes with everything that goes with our thoughts that goes with how we attack work that's how we um look at our significant other that's how we look at our kids that's how we look at ourselves like you got to be able to break down the things that you control and you influence and return to what you're being reciprocated Mm -hmm. because if you are a bad person and you got a bad habit you can't look for rehabs this that and the third because We've all watched the shows where people go to rehab and then come out three months, two months later and relapse. You know why they relapse? Because they never took the initiative to look at themselves as having a problem. They just looked at it as, oh, somebody wanted me to go here or people say come here. And they never took it full advantage of the opportunity to get better. So give yourself a chance to get better without being biased to yourself. It's a lot being said here, y'all. Y'all got to be able to break down. I, I talk it and I walk it and I know it's capable, but... I'm being real with y'all, hoping that y'all be real with yourselves. If you're hiding something and you know you're hiding something, if you know you have a problem, you're the only one that can address it. Everybody can pray for you. Your family can put you in the institutions to get help. But help doesn't come to those who don't accept it. Just like when you pray. Prayer doesn't come to a non-believer. You can pray as much as you want, but you can't pray and then be like, there is no God. I promise you nothing will manifest in your life. I can almost 100% guarantee it. It don't go to Kevin. You can't say, I want to be a millionaire, but not have a drive to go find a job or go find the entity to be a millionaire. I can almost 100 and 1000% guarantee you will not become a millionaire with that mindset. So in lesser words, do the work, be real. And come to a conclusion in your personal, your career, and in your relationship of where you need to draw the line of a non-negotiable. I will not overstep this line no matter what. And you'll be on to a better start and a better beginning and a better you that you never even probably gave yourself credit to even um, to be or accepted that you could be better because you feel like you've done so much wrong. And I'm going to wrap it up with this one right here. You don't have to prove anything to anyone, but you will always have to prove everything to yourself. God bless y'all, man. Continue to support. We thank y'all.